0: The Adams Archive. Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to the Adams Archive. My name is Austin Adams, and thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Today, we are going to be discussing Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. For a couple reasons. The first one being that she called out the Biden family, along with the president of the United States, for being involved in trafficking, human trafficking, to be exact. And on top of that, she came out and called out another individual during a congressional hearing for having extramarital affairs with a Chinese spy. So we will discuss that. We will also discuss the Planned Parenthood Communications Director committing suicide after police launched a child porn investigation into him and raided his apartment building. So, uh, very sad um, to hear that that is still going on in the world. but obviously, uh, in this case, glad to hear that, you know at least there was maybe a little bit of justice there <laughs> uh, rather that than him still going around the world and conducting the terrible things that he was doing. So after that, we will watch a quick clip by the Senator John Fetterman fumbling over every single word that was in, on a sheet of paper in front of him during a committee hearing um, after you know he came back from I guess a medical leave for depression or something like that. So we'll talk about that. after that we will jump into uh, a recent video that surfaced surrounding the views uh, Patty Le- LePune? Patty LePune? that sounds like a early character from like a Tom and Jerry film. Um, Patty LaPume talking and comparing U.S. Christians to the Taliban. But first, go ahead and leave a five-star review. Hit that subscribe button. Every single week we have conversations just like this one, so make sure you're subscribed and leave a five-star review. I would appreciate it. That just helps the podcast get up in the rankings, lets people know that there is some truth happening still around the world, despite popular belief that it is dead. It is still here and alive on the Adams Archive. All right, so hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review. And last but not least, this podcast is brought to you by the Anti-Elite Club. Anti-Elite.ClubOnline.com is for losers, if you recall. Go to Anti-Elite Club, uh, Anti-Elite.Club, and you can check out some of the merchandise that I created and designed myself, along with the Pelosi Capital Embroidered Cap Insider Trading since 1970, whatever the hell year that old woman got into office, uh, talks about her insider trading, along with the Protect Our Children hoodie, the Make Love Not Viruses uh, sweater and uh, some more awesome stuff. So head over there, uh, check it out, shop now, help support your boy, and let's jump into it.
1: Adams Archive.
0: All right. Very first on the agenda today Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene called out the Biden crime family for participating in human trafficking by soliciting prostitutes from the United States and abroad in countries like Russia and Ukraine. So let's go ahead and watch this video by Marjorie Taylor Greene and see what she has to say about it. Then I will talk about it because this is something that we have talked about before with the Hunter Biden laptop. I have done a complete deep dive two separate episodes into the laptop of Hunter Biden. So go back and find those in the archives. But this is wild to hear come out of a congresswoman's mouth. So here she is calling out the president of the United States for participating and paying for human trafficking. This is a legitimate congresswoman calling out the president of the United States for human trafficking. Now, the world was up in arms about Donald Trump saying something about grabbing her by the pussy, but here we are with substantial evidence that the president of the United States, the current standing president of the United States, participated in human trafficking, including, and and this is probably what she's alluding here, but something that we talked about with the Hunter Biden laptop, is that he asked his father to wire him money, Hunter Biden did, so that he could pay a a Russian prostitute, asked Joe Biden to wire him money. So along the same exact time that he was not able to pay this prostitute. He was texting about the fact that she was asking for this money, how much it was like a ridiculous amount. He didn't have it. He asked his dad to wire him money so that he could pay this Russian prostitute. And here is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about it finally um, for after a congressional hearing. And here we go
1: reviewing the financial records in the Treasury Uh, what I saw was over 2,000 pages of jaw-dropping information Uh, there's basically an enterprise wrapped around Joe Biden uh, involving not only multiple family members more than we thought there were but other people as well Uh, just a complete conglomerate of LLC shell companies where money was passing through from foreign countries China, Ukraine, but many more countries than just those. There's a lot of information the American people deserve to know of the Biden family and the crimes they've been involved in. And the oversight committee has a much bigger investigation to do than we ever thought was possible. Um, I just saw evidence of human trafficking. Uh, This involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries like Russia and Ukraine. Uh, this is this is unbelievable that a president and a former vice president, uh, not only his son, Hunter Biden, but many more family members extending past Hunter Biden and his immediate family. Uh, we're going to have to really get to work. This is an investigation that needs to be revealed to the American people. And not only do we have questions about Hunter Biden himself, but this is going to extend into developing a web of uh corruption a web of fake companies uh that's going to reveal money that came in from many foreign countries and went directly into the personal bank accounts of the biden family where they have financially benefited directly from joe biden's uh seats of power and we look forward to investigating and exposing for this this for the american people and um And we'll
0: see where it goes from there. All right. So we know what she's talking about, right? At least everything that she talked about there, I'm familiar with from doing these deep dives. And if you aren't familiar, go back and listen to those podcasts surrounding the Hunter Biden laptops. But I'll give you a brief synopsis. So Hunter Biden left his laptop at a laptop repair shop. Very stupid of him, but obviously uh, that does not pale in comparison to the stupid amount of stuff that he had on that laptop, including all of these pictures with uh, these prostitutes. I mean, literally, this man did not have sex with a woman ever without documenting it with pictures of him with a crack pipe in his mouth. Um, but what she's talking about here is all uh, obviously all of the webs from Ukraine, from China, from Burisma, the energy companies that Hunter Biden was on the board of. Um, through his shell companies that she's talking about, which she's alluding to there, which is, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, but it was, uh, something Seneca, um, forget the name. I, I'm, I'm sure I can look it up here, but, um, Seneca capital or some shit like that. So, he basically had this these shell companies set up. This is where the 10% to the big man came from, right? All of this money that was being poured into him within the emails that were leaked from Hunter Biden's laptop. We know for sure, at least from the documentation that was shown to us, that he had a relationship with these energy companies, with companies in China, with companies in Ukraine, with companies all over the countries in the, in the worlds that we are both enemies and allies with. That he was doing business dealings with peddling the influence of his father, right? Our current sitting president of the United States. We know this during the time that he was vice president with Barack Obama. There is all of this paper trails. You can go and find every one of these emails that I'm talking about online today. Okay. Now, what we'll find out here is if Marjorie Taylor Greene is not brought to court and brought on by an unbelievable litigation case as a result of this singular tweet that she just made, we know everything that she just said is accurate then. If Joe Biden does not immediately take her to court and bring her to the cleaners, right, but just wash her out with millions of dollars in a defamation lawsuit, we know 100% that what she said there is true right? Why would the sitting president allow a congresswoman to come out and say these things without having a rebuttal? Well, the reason that Joe Biden has not come out and said anything about this is because he does not want to draw any more attention to this factual conversation that is going on, right? We know absolutely based on the emails, we know absolutely based on the documentation that came out from Hunter Biden's laptop that there he was peddling the influence of his father for money, as long as the big guy means what we... Believe it means, which obviously, why would they have a code word for the person that they're paying if they're doing legitimate business dealings, right? Does that make any sense to you? Right. So, so the things that she's talking about we're familiar with, but to know now that Congress is having hearings over this, that there's an oversight committee looking through two thousand pages of financial documents, tracing back the payments through the Biden family, and tracing it back to companies like Barisma, tracing it back to companies like. uh, like all of the Chinese shell corporations that she's alluding to here, all of the all of the, the things that are going on within the Hunter Biden laptop, we know one hundred percent that these things are true. If she's not brought to court for this, right? You are not going to have a congresswoman who has three point six million views on a video calling out the president of the United States for human trafficking without a defamation lawsuit. So if she is not brought to court for this, we know it's it's obviously something that he is scared of having come out. Right? Now, you even go uh you even go through the documentation like and you and you look at some of the replies that they have here and it's just like it's very apparent that Twitter is obviously uh very um overwhelmed with liberal uh accounts or bot accounts that are just like tar and feathering her <laughs> from the the replies that she has in here, but 3.6 million views on the Congresswoman coming out and saying these things. Um, and and somebody, the very, very first comment on this. So we'll see if this has any mirror. I haven't read through this yet, but it says something is up. Uh, somebody commented on this from uh, yesterday and says uh, what the very top comment says was Jordan's Jim Jordan is who this is talking about. It says Jordan's team just got exactly what they are looking for. All right. Now, this has a a fair amount of uh, traction. So let's see what this is about. Um, But it says House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan believes that there's a seismic shift regarding allegations against Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden. Jordan suggests something is up with the probe because of new interest in the story by many of the same media outlets that initially dismissed reports of corruption evidence stemming from materials and emails taped from a laptop he reportedly abandoned at a computer store in Delaware in 2019. Right? Exactly what your boy's saying here. Well, what happened to that is you have had 51 intelligence officers sign a letter saying that Hunter Biden's story was Russian misinformation when it wasn't. And that changed. I think anyone can make a credible argument that um, that altered the outcome of the election and we no longer have Donald Trump in the White House because he was doing that. He was pushing back on China for the first time and now we have Joe Biden there and it's exactly the opposite direction, Jordan said. So that's what happened. That's why this is all connected because the influence of big media, big tech and big government in impacting our election. I think we said this last week. Sean, my colleagues had this in the committee for a few weeks ago. Matt Gates, he said, when will the when will the FBI stay out of elections and let us the people decide? In 2016, they went after Trump's campaign. 2018, it was a Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden story. 2022, 91 days before the midterm election, they raid his home. And now, just two weeks ago, three days after he announces his 2024 race, they name a special counsel. And it's not just anybody. It's Jack Smith and the record that he has of weaponizing the government to go after The people. Um, So now, what I find to be interesting about this is that what he's talking about there is the FBI going to Facebook, right? We recall this from the Mark Zuckerberg Joe or uh, Joe Rogan interview. Mark Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan and said that the FBI came to all of the social media outlets and said that they should not run a story about Hunter Biden and that it was Russian misinformation. Right. They said they were not going to give you the specifics, but there's a story that's going to come out about Hunter Biden and its Russian disinformation. Now, what we found even more so from a different conversation that I don't exactly recall the the, the source of, but I recall another podcast that came out from somebody that was on the inside that talked about the fact that they ran actual drills with social media companies, the FBI did. The FBI basically said, we're going to have all of these large journalists a part of these drills that we run. And one of the drills was Russian misinformation surrounding Hunter Biden. So they were priming the journalists, priming the outlets, priming the social media companies to know that when there was something that leaked about Hunter Biden, because they knew it was going to come out, that it was going to be Russian disinformation. So this goes on to say... From Jim Jordan, it sure looks like Joe Biden was involved, Jordan added. So my, how this history has changed. And now we find out these text messages and emails that link the entire family, not just Hunter and Joe, but also uncle, Joe's brother, James Biden, is involved in this as well. Jordan also spoke over the weekend about how he believes Republican district attorneys will likely seek to prosecute Biden or members of his family after Manhattan district attorney Alvin Bragg's weaponized prosecution of Donald Trump. One of my Republican colleagues has indicated that he has had some local DAs approach him and says that he's trying to do just that. Uh, he went on to say that I didn't want to see what happened in the Manhattan DA's office, but now that we've crossed that line, that's where we're, it's likely to go right when you see these things happen to to Donald Trump and that that that's the problem that happens in all of these things right that's the problem with censorship online that's the problem with weaponizing the DA that's the problem with weaponizing the FBI that's the problem with going into a a president's home address and searching his home for documents that you don't know whether or not they're there or whether or not it's prosecutable for the documents that he had there, because there was allegedly classified documents in Donald Trump's home. But there was also allegedly documents in Joe Biden's home. So the second that you start to cross these lines, right, the second that everything becomes blurred and the second you weaponize the FBI, now it's the pendulum always goes back. Right. So so as soon as as soon as you are screaming from the rooftops for censorship against the opposite side of the political spectrum, you have to know eventually it's going to come for you. Eventually, it's going to come for something that you said. It doesn't work one way. Right. And, and, and knowing the history of the United States and the way that our, our presidential elections work is that. It's never Democrat, 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 Democrat that gets elected. There's never 20 straight years where a Democrat's getting elected. There's never 20 straight years where a Republican gets elected. So you have to know that the political pendulum is going to swing back the opposite direction. So when you go after Donald Trump, people are going to go after Joe Biden and his family. Only when we're talking about Joe Biden, it seems like there's so much legitimate, factual information that has come out that's prosecutable that there's very likely that he and his family should actually go to jail compared to Donald Trump when all they're doing is grasping for straws with the Stormy Daniels situation. So I don't want to bore you with the rest of this article, but there's just two more statements left. But obviously what he's alluding to and what Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green is alluding to is that his uncle's involved with this where he got payouts, Hunter Biden got payouts, Right. All within that laptop situation, which it's unbelievable that it's taken three years for them to sift through that shit because I did it in a single podcast episode and knew exactly what was going on, including Hunter Biden uh, engaging in some type of gross, incestuous relationship, uh, allegedly with his niece. Oh, and also, you know, fornicating with his dead brother's ex-wife. All of that, right? Um, So, Bragg came under heavy fire in recent weeks since Trump was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. The Manhattan grand jury indicted Trump on 34 criminal charges of falsifying business records related to the adult film star Stormy Daniels. Yeah, okay. But that's what you have to know. The pendulum always swings back, right? So here is the next statement that came from Marjorie Taylor Greene. This was in a separate hearing, which I find to be quite hilarious, but kind of a drop the mic moment from her. It's like if you had to have somebody on your team from politics, right, from from the political sphere right now, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene's kind of a boss right now, uh, I'm sure there's everybody wants to point to the Jewish space space lasers. I, I've never actually seen that quote, but every quote or, or every video that I've seen of her of talking, you know, her, her talking about the elites, her talking about all of the craziness that's been happening over the last several years. It pr- seems to be pretty on point, and it seems to be pretty on point for the mainstream media to uh, try to delegitimize somebody who's in a position to actually change the narrative. So, here is Marjorie Taylor Green being silenced in a committee after accusing Mayor 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 Cuz. Who the hell is this guy? Um he's honorable Mayor Cuz. Um but uh of lying and that's the Hill article. So what I found, I've talked about this already, the Hill has become biased left-wing media for a very long time the hill seemed to be straddling the line of center and now ever since they got rid of their previous anchor who had anything to say that didn't align with their certain beliefs all of the headlines seem to be pulling punches on the left and pushing and, and throwing haymakers at the right the hill has been compromised If you used to get your information from The Hill, which you know I have, I've been watching videos from them for a a very long time on this podcast, at least for the last year, there's been a shift in their journalism over the last, I would say, four to five months, maybe. Ever since, uh, I cannot recall the name of the anchor that they got rid of, but ever since that happened, it seems to me that there's been a fairly consistent amount of left-wing headlines um, on their part. So... Uh, Take this, the positioning of this article with a grain of salt, but know that it does come from the Hill. All right. All right. So here is the article and it's titled Marjorie Taylor Greene silenced um, during a hearing um, after accusing Mayorkas of lying. And she didn't accuse him of lying. Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene came out and after this man tried to throw mud, she threw an entire uh hill of dirt on this man <laughs> she she went after him um so let's let's watch this video and and see what happened
2: Gentleman yields uh, i now recognize mr swalwell from
3: california for his five minutes question congress mr do yeah. you want to respond to can that i take ahead. 20 seconds yep
0: Say that we- okay, so it was actually with uh, Swalwell, and what she does, it, Eric Swalwell, and she, he thinks he's calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene, Donald Trump, and Jim Jordan over remarks about the FBI saying defund the FBI. Which, after what we've seen in the persecution of Donald Trump over what is seemingly a misdemeanor crime at best even if he's guilty, which we're still yet to be seen, which is just silly to go after a former president for. But we've seen the weaponization of the FBI, which led them to have some campaigning and some, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, talks about, you know, has this apparel where it's hats and T-shirts that is defund the FBI. So he brings up this big poster board, like he's in fifth grade with these this hat and this shirt from Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about defund the FBI. And here we go.
3: They're doing nothing is an absolute falsehood. We are taking it to the cartels. Do I think that nearly 58,000 fentanyl overdose deaths in 2020 are quote unquote justifiable? This department has worked to stop the trafficking of narcotics since its very inception. And we both know very well that the drug problem in this country requires a two-pronged approach to address the supply and to address the demand. And this fight continues, and we are taking it to the cartels in an unprecedented way. And Operation Blue Lotus that we launched in the middle of March is one powerful example of what we are doing to only increase our effort to address this scourge that is killing so many Americans. But to say that we are doing nothing is unequivocally false. Uh, law enforcement officers are under tremendous Invited the author of this tweet. Will the gentleman, said, yield?
1: Will the gentleman yield? Will the gentleman yield?
4: Will the gentleman yield? All right, here he is. People on this committee and their own anti police rhetoric. This is a defund the FBI campaign effort. Again, thousands of FBI agents who work hard every day to take bad guys off the streets. In fact, after the FBI raided Mar a Lago, someone armed to the teeth went to an FBI field office to try and kill FBI agents. I'm also concerned that the chairman of the Judiciary Committee invited a witness. When you could have any person who walks this earth as a chairman of a committee to come in and testify, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee invited the author of this tweet. Will the gentleman, said, yield? Will the gentleman
1: yield? Will the gentleman Mr. yield? Will the gentleman yield? Mr. Chairman, personal
2: she, he's not yielding, not the gentleman yielding. is rec- recognized.
4: So it concerns me that there is this anti-police rhetoric that's happening among some in the MAGA Republican Party, because they vote against police funding that was included in the COVID relief package. They vote against police reform efforts that would put millions of dollars in community police officers on our street. They vote and are against the union protections that allow them to collectively bargain. And as we honor the hundreds of January 6th officers who.
0: All right, so we're going to have to find something different here because they only wanted to show one side of that conversation and not her response. So it's comical how difficult it is to navigate fucking YouTube to find basic Senate hearings. Um, Let's see here.
2: the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green.
1: That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But thanks I move for to take
0: our words down.
2: Completely inappropriate. Yeah, stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, give me just a second.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go back. So so we heard his remarks, now let's hear her remarks because obviously they don't want you to hear this in secession. So here is Marjorie Taylor Greene responding to Eric Swalwell's res- uh, comments about the FBI situation. And here we go.
1: That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy and everyone knows it.
0: But I move for to take our words down. this: how this man does not defend himself. He does not say that's not true. He doesn't say that he never did that. He says, I move to take her words down. That's inappropriate. Don't bring up my sexual relationship with a Chinese spy when I'm calling you out about your silly hats. I don't appreciate that, was his response there. (laughs) Uh, So... Let's let's let this clip play on. But here we go. Yeah.
2: Completely inappropriate. Yeah, Stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, give me just a second.
0: Uh, give me a second while I search the rule on whether or not we're going to allow Chinese spy sexual relationships within the committee here at this congressional hearing. Hold on one second. Let me check that rule. I wonder if there is a rule. Section four, uh, subsection three says that when somebody brings up a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, that we must strike that from the record, sir.
1: I need to reclaim my, make sure I have my full five minutes.
0: They're like, hey, don't, don't, don't let her talk about it. great sexual relationship but we don't need everybody talking about it (laughs) everybody's just dead silent after her remark that's hilarious she just shut this whole place down
2: a motion has been made the gentleman will uh the committee will suspend and the gentleman will state the words that he wishes taken down (laughs) <laughs> everything that the gentlelady from Georgia has said. No, you need to be more specific. The accusations of an affair with a Chinese spy, those are engaging in personalities, and they, those words should be taken down, and the gentlelady should not be able to speak anymore in this hearing. Uh, that is not, an, the latter part of that is not an appropriate motion, but we will evaluate the striking of those words. <laughs>
0: this man had to repeat the fact that he had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy so that they would strike it. They needed him. I I hope they didn't even need him to, to, to repeat that. And they just did it out of like sheer appreciation for what Marjorie Taylor Greene just did there. Excuse me, sir. Could you tell me one more time what you would like us to strike from the record? Is it the fact that you had sex with a Chinese spy? Because if it is, you need to say it out of your own mouth. <laughs> you dirty man. <laughs> Give me just a second.
1: No, I will not.
0: Let's see. Let's see. So Georgia
2: and asks if she would like to retract those words.
1: No, I will not.
0: Again, notice how this man doesn't argue against it, but he just wants them to strike it from the record as inappropriate. Well, maybe your relationship with the Chinese spy was inappropriate, sir, not just the statement that came out of her mouth. Maybe it was just the action itself.
1: (laughs) Man, this is
0: silent for a very long time. Nobody's talking at all. Uh, from day one. The
2: gentleman gentleman from Mississippi is recognized.
5: Um, I don't think there's any question about uh, what the gentlelady said. I've been on this committee uh, from day one. Uh, We've never had an accusation uh, made of any member like that. And uh, I'm appalled at it. We all ought to be uh, embarrassed at it. We are better committed than what the gentlelady is trying to make of this committee so i appeal the ruling of the chair
2: the ruling of the chair has been appealed we will now gentleman moves
0: okay there's the statement she came out and called this man out for the things that he actually did and they were mad about it Um, So there you have it. Marjorie Taylor Greene is an absolute boss. Um, This man was just mad that he got caught red handed having sex with a Chinese spy um, and during his marriage. And now there is an entire recorded hearing about it on a congressional committee where it was, you know, recorded for all to hear. So there is that. All right. Now, the next thing that we're going to discuss, let's let's go ahead and move on from that. That took a while. Um, but Planned Parenthood communications director committed suicide after police launched an investigation into him for participating in child pornography. Right. So they raided his apartment building. They launched an investigation into this communications director of Planned Parenthood. And as a result, this man took his own life. So Obviously, it's sad. It's tragic when anybody takes their own life, but not generally when it's on the same day that somebody raids your house for child pornography. So this goes on to say that the former director of strategic communications at the Southern New England branch of Planned Parenthood took his own life amid a child pornography investigation in Connecticut last week. Police have not named abortion advocate Tim Yergu 36 years old as the sub- subject in the pro but confirmed that the man who committed suicide in his apartment building was a subject. Um, Yergu, 36 years old, took his own life five days after an apparent botched attempt by police to take him into custody. Investigators broke down the door of his neighbor in New Haven, Connecticut, and handcuffed her before realizing they had raided the wrong apartment. The person who died was definitely the suspect in the child pornography investigation, and the person who committed suicide, New Haven Police Chief Carl Jacobson told the New Haven Register, was this man. Yergo appeared to post regularly on social media until December of 2022 pictures of his godchildren, family, friends, and work events lay bare his life in the months prior to his death. Now, what a coincidence that the very same man who delegitimizes the life of infants and babies and children within the womb of mothers also seemed to devalue that life later when they were actually children by taking advantage of them sexually through child pornography. Interesting how that subsection between far left liberalism trans ideology, LGBTQ plus, whatever, however many letters you want to put behind that has always fallen within the realm of what we're seeing with a high probability when there's news articles coming out about, you know, these types of things that maybe they lie on that side of it. And here he is holding a pride flag, um, which again, there's no correlation to me between gay people, lesbians, and uh, the taking advantage of children, but it seems to be a correlation between some of the other movements. Now, uh, Yurgo has been working as the marketing and communications director for the Long Wharf Theater and previously worked for Planned Parenthood. That's all I'm going to go into on that, but pretty wild. The police raided this apartment building and got the wrong house, put this woman in handcuffs, and just a short period after that, this man ends up committing suicide. So, I'm sure he was very concerned about them getting the actual right building. And, you know, we'll go from there. So um, let's move on after that pretty terrible story overall. But she said that they literally came up to the third floor. If they had been watching him, they would have seen my son and I coming and going. She said Um, she had filed a complaint and said police tried to connect her with a mental health services, but she declined. I was planning on going down there and talking to him talking about her neighbor before realizing he'd taken his own life. I just thought that maybe a small act of compassion might help. Yeah, little did you know, right? Uh, Safe to say that this man went to hell, some would say, right? Took his own life, you know, hell is a good place. Somebody else said, thanks for saving us time and money all right so next up is John Fetterman the senator who had his very first committee hearing uh after a short period of medical leave for depression and here he is stumbling over a piece of paper in front of him that obviously somebody else wrote what's a what's what I find to be more frustrating than than almost anything about politics and politicians is that they don't even fake it anymore. They don't even pretend to be saying the words that they're speaking, right? The, to have come up with these words that they're, they're they're talking about, right? They don't even pretend to have written them themselves. They, even if they want to put it on a piece of paper and write out your statements, that's fine. But this man didn't write any of this. Either does Joe Biden when it comes to his speeches, none of it all of it's a facade, all of it is puppeteering, all of it is somebody else writing these speeches and in these men and women of politics just saying whatever is in front of them instead of what they actually feel, which is more frustrating than anything. I don't know how a single person could back somebody like that, let alone somebody who can't even read the words that somebody else wrote for them. So that's what we see from John Fetterman here
5: and nutrition, especially crops, organics, and research to order. Chairwoman Stebenau. Good morning, (laughs) or afternoon. And ranking member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. A farm bill that works for small farmers rural communities, and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my raking member, Senator Braun. And I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. In my time and effort in IFIS. As the mayor in Iphis,
0: this man couldn't even say in office, <laughs> in Iphis, and you hear the tonality coming out of his voice. Right, he couldn't even say farm correctly. <laughs> it's 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 so embarrassing that this man is representing our country. It is representing an entire state an entire state that this man is sitting here fumbling over his words that couldn't pass a first grade spelling bee. And he's sitting here insulting these people's ears by not even being able to read the words that are in front of him, like office and farm.
5: Governor to now I have heard from Pennsylvanians about their support for a snap. Hunger is not a Republican Or a Democrat issue. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. (laughs) We need to come together and stop playing political games with American We need to
0: come together and stop playing political games. Hunger is not an issue that is... Republican or Democrat. It is an issue for all of us humans to tackle together. Yes, the
5: food. Americans like cher- about Chloe Jor from the, mouth to the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania he tells me that his victim was skimming, which was... With what we- the
0: fuck just came out of your mouth, sir? <laughs> What? You cannot tell me that that was English. I want to listen to that one more time. You can absolutely not tell me that that right there was the English language.
5: We need to come together and stop playing political listen games to this with shit. Americans' access to food. Americans like Cherry, about Chloe Jor, from the, mouth to the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania,
0: Americans about town, Jour from the American Northeast about the, the pen, pen, Pennsylvania.
5: It tells me that his victim was skimming, which was when somebody stole money and he relied from its SNAP EBT. Mr. Jour is not the first Pennsylvanian I have heard this from. I fear he won't be the last. And I will work in this farm bill to modernize SNAP to work to recipients in the 21st century. I look forward to from hearing from you, your witness on this co- neustrogen assistance on the farm bill and I will now turn to Senator Braun for any opening comments that he would like to make. Oh my God. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.
2: Thanks to our witnesses for being here today. Uh, this is the second Congress that I'm serving as a ranking member on this subcommittee. I'm excited to return to the. Subcommittee and I'm looking forward to working with Chairman Federer to find bipartisan solutions. Yeah, you are. We're meeting today as part of the committee's consideration of the 2023 Farm Bill. The bill will cost us more than it ever has in history. And I want to make sure that if we're spending more, we do it efficiently. Earlier this year when Secretary Vilsack testified before the committee. This is
0: like one of those situations where everybody knows what's going on, like where you have the high school basketball team and they like all let the kid with a mental handicap come out and pretend like he's playing against them and makes the basket. And then everybody runs into the court. Only it's politics. And this man can't read. (laughs) That's, that's exactly what's going on here, right? Like you've seen the clips and and obviously great that children do that in high school, but maybe we shouldn't have somebody, oh, he has depression. Oh, whatever, right? But maybe you shouldn't be representing an entire state if you can't read basic first grade English. Maybe that's the case. Right, if you can't sit in front of you and have a piece of paper and read off of it properly and convincingly, maybe I don't want you taking my tax dollars and giving it to some stupid thing that you want to give it to, right? And you see just the the, the vast difference between him and the person that follows up with him.
2: I asked him as a former governor if he was concerned with runaway spending, and
0: let's see what else we can get from this man.
1: Bipartisan
5: support, including
0: Better that, man, where that you sticks at?
1: with me really highlights.
5: Thank,
3: thank you. Mr. Whitford. Chairman Fetterman, Ranking Member Braun, and subcommittee members, thank you for allowing me to testify today. Independent.
4: Senator. Senator Gillibrand for continuous.
5: Right. Emergency food assistance to low income individuals. And these individuals may not qualify for SNAP, but they might need additional support. Food banks like filibundance and knowing personally the kind of quality of the work that you do in my own state. They they distribute 85% of TFAP foods nationwide. As Americans struggle with high food costs, how have you been able to allow you to continue to provide food support?
4: Um, thank you for the question. Um, and yeah. the reality is that food banks like Phil Abundance, our partners across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and really across the country. Um, we have-
0: Okay. Again, how embarrassing that we have somebody in a position of power in in that was l- voted into office, right? And, and some people talked about the fact that this man basically got put into office because somebody else who was elected was actually dead when they were elected, which... It wouldn't surprise me at this point because they probably would have still done a better job of reading this document in front of this man, even if they were incapacitated completely than what this man just tried to read off and insult our ears with. So again, I don't know when we got shifted from our timeline from a true reality into a comedy but this is an exact example of what i'm talking about there right that there's no reason that anybody should be allowed in office if you cannot read a physical document in front of you it's 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 so silly to me that this is, even has to become a conversation that maybe maybe you should have to take a second grade reading test If you are put into a position of power in Congress, in Senate, as a president, I don't know, maybe you should be able to read to the second grade level, but apparently that's not the case. All right, so let's go ahead and watch this clip here from The View. This is Patty Lupin um, comparing U.S. Christians to the Taliban. But before we watch that, I need you to do one thing. Go head over to austinadams.substack.com, austinadams.substack.com, and subscribe to the Substack. So every single week, we put out content there about the podcast companion. It is all of the links, all of the articles, all of the videos from this week's podcast directly to your email every single week. So head over there right now, put in your email, and get that directly to your inbox, and hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review. I appreciate you. And here's the clip
4: this before, and I'm going to get in trouble, but I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who has said that. Mm. I don't. I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now in the name of religion is so dangerous. Yeah.
0: So let's address that. <laughs> <laughs> this woman just said she doesn't know what the difference is between Christianity and the Taliban. Well, let's make some comparisons here. The Taliban reduces femininity down to the point where they're incapable of doing anything on their own. The conservative Christians just don't even identify what a can. can't even tell you what a woman is. Right. Not only that, but they diminish the value of, of what a human life is to where, you know, just like the Taliban, they can kill you at ease. The, the, the Christian right doesn't even want you to survive as long, until you're born as a human. Right. Oh, wait, that's not the Christian right. That is the Democrats. This woman just came out and said that the Christian right is the same as the Taliban. Well, if that's the case, I would appreciate my $80 billion of military equipment because I think almost every Christian conservative would want that too. But it it would only come from somebody with this type of haircut where they would make such a stupid statement like that. So this Karen in overalls and a collared dress shirt decided to call... Anybody who's a Christian conservative, anybody who believes that, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't have abortion, maybe religion should should be acceptable in the general public, is now a part of the Taliban because we shouldn't end human life. From my experience, the Taliban is definitely about ending human life, right? The, the the Taliban is definitely all about, it's it's okay to stop women from having rights. It's okay to stop women from, I don't know, going to school, having jobs, showing their face, showing their hair, right? The The liberal left doesn't even want to give a definition to what women are, let alone actually give them rights. So, you know, I think this woman is a little a little misguided in her perception of what it actually means um of, of what she's even saying and whoopi Goldberg coming in and saying you know you're not the first person to say that you're not the first person to say that mm, I haven't heard any other clips like this one. <laughs> So maybe you are the first person stupid enough to say those words out of your mouth on public television. Um, and Whoopi Goldberg just propping her up and giving her backup on this statement should should be all of the the leverage uh, that you need to know that everything that's come out of this woman's mouth ever is just full of shit and just divisive and wants to further divide the left and the right from any type of community.
4: This before and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. I don't <laughs> Okay.
0: And the award for the most ridiculous thing ever goes to her. All right. So, that is all i have for you guys today thank you so much for listening i appreciate it from the bottom of my heart so much today. all right and that is all i have for you today Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Have a wonderful week. I love you. Leave a five-star review. Subscribe. Antielite.club. AustinAdams.substack.com. And that's all I got. Thank you.